the only podcast that is making good points. This is Bombers. We're really doing this. We're doing another episode of The Bombers. This is episode number 70 of this podcast. There are more than 70 things available to download from the Bombers feed, but this is the 70th episode of the official Bombers podcast. I am Bomber number one. My name is Spiegel Wee. Joining me as always, Bomber number three, Zyber. Yo. And Bomber number five, Deg. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Didn't see you there. Well, you can't see anybody. because No one's here. Just go with it. Just go with it. It's one of the es- bits that people do whenever they're getting Espeon introduced. Espeon is here. She's she's the baby. She's in my lap, and she's she's guesting on the podcast today. Oh, and there's a picture Espeon. of it. If you pay us money, you can see my cat guest hosting the podcast. So, there's that. Eh. Speaking of money and giving it to us, Zyber... Tell us a little bit about how they can give us money with the Bombastic News. All right. Bombastic News today includes a few things about our Patreon that you can join. Give us $5, give us $10, give us $100 each month if you really want to enjoy our show to the fullest power available by us, the Bombers. Every time you give us money, your increase your enjoyment of the show increases by 10%. For every $5. Exponentially. Somehow, we're bad. Well, because because by by investing in the show, you are then like you then trick yourself mentally into thinking that it's better than it actually is. So that's how that works. If you think the show sucks, you should give us some money, and then then it will really be good. Yes, because your assets are wrapped up in it. If you want, uh, you know, examples, you can just ask our friends of the show, Crony, Haley, and Himaru, or you can ask our best friends of the show, Anne and Rob. They are getting even more enjoyment than everyone else. You can't ask them, actually. They are, uh, we we kind of give them new identities when they became best friends of the show so that they wouldn't be bothered by the, the peons who are only paying $5. Or those of you who are enjoying for free shame on you. But, you know, keep listening, because we are pretty good, though. But you're the worst. <laughs> and I hope you die. My favorite part of Bombastic News is every time it starts, Spiegel just has this, like, look of utter pain on his face. On our recording video, it's here. not news. It's not news that we're saying the same thing every week. We need to change the name of the segment. Is it just fantastic well, news? I thought it was like every section he has that painful look on his face. Zyber, tell us something that's actual news. All right, news. Um, you can watch Dag play the game of the month, hopefully soon on Twitch. He needs to get. Are doing you doing that. that? Are you doing I, that with with the? Yeah, probably at some point here. Yeah, it is news because I'm saying it's going to happen, so therefore it will happen. How dare you predestination me? Well, he's just breaking news. He has sources. He's he's double-sourced it. He's triple-sourced it. And uh, Zyber has confirmed Deg will be streaming Cosmic Star Heroin this month. He will do it. You can also see us play other games like Stardew Valley on Sundays, uh, Golf with Friends or Jackbox or whatever on Fridays, whatever we feel like doing on Mondays. You get the point. Also, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer on the podcast, you can either email us at uh, thisisbombers at gmail.com, 
post it to our Twitter at This Is Bombers, or you can join our Discord and link in the description below where you can ask us and also just uh, talk with people in general in our community, including us. That's where you can also see our Only Friends channel where we post interesting things. We are we are fans and community members of our own show and community, so interact. Amazingly, we enjoy ourselves. Mostly. You enjoy myself. There it is. <laughs> there's some news about that for for later in the show, isn't there, Spiegel? Yeah, and there's uh there's some uh que- like Bomber's notebook questions too, uh that we're going to answer a little later. So, lots of stuff to get to today. Like what? Like what? Well I, well, I don't know. I wasn't sure if you were done with the news. No, give us different types okay. of news, though. All right, if we're done with the if we're done with the news, here's the real news. Okay, here's the news that you are going to care about twenty years from now when this podcast is popular and you're doing that weird thing where people go back and listen to old episodes of the show for no reason at all. It's time for upcoming releases. All right, video games they exist and they are coming out. Uh, not many. Not many that we care about, unless you like, you know, Leisure Suit Larry. I think that's coming out in a couple of days here. Uh, days Gone, May 18th, is coming to the PC. Uh, that that was a formerly PlayStation 4 exclusive game where you get chased by zombies. Who is uh, picking up Days Gone on the old uh, the old PC? And... Surprising amount of silence there. Surprising? Was it Days no, Gone 2 no. that was announced like two E3s ago or something? No. Yeah. There was no. a two that was announced. Well, maybe that was a different. What are, you, what are you talking about? No, there is no Days Gone two. They they explicitly said like a couple months ago or like a month ago that they weren't doing it because they didn't make enough money or something. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Something about the second one. I don't journalism. Whatever. Anyway, it's coming to PC, which means that it will now have another chance to not make money on another platform. Maybe we'll get a Days Gone two if everybody listening to the podcast goes and buys the PC version and makes money. Maybe. Maybe not. Speaking uh, yeah. of things that have the number two in them, read read the next one. Well, I've got Days Gone right here on PlayStation oh. 4, which uh, someone quickly take a screenshot so that uh, people can guess in the OnlyFans what the hell we're talking about. See, this is one of the okay. benefits of, of being uh, a paid member of Bombers, as we digress again, is that you get exclusive screenshots of the podcast recording process. Everyone says, trust the process. Trust this. You trust can see our this visual screenshot. Aids. All right, more did you get the screenshot? Yeah, the screenshot's up. Okay. Uh, more importantly, if you give us $100 a month, you can just watch us record the show as an executive bomb-deucer. Screenshots you probably... are still images, but we could be moving for you. Honestly, if you're investing $100 in the month in this podcast, like you're investing more than the three of us combined. So uh, you, you might as well just tell us what to do. Show. Just tell us what point. to do at that yeah. point. We'll do also, whatever you want. Also, I now see that I was thinking of the wrong zombie game because you know there's just so many. Were you thinking of State of Decay? Uh, there it is. Maybe That's the one, I'm sure. Yep, State of Decay two came out. Uh, that was like six years ago. That was a while ago. No, that's definitely not it. Then it was like oh, one. Was it Dying Light two? Yeah, that was probably it. Where it didn't there look it like a zombie apocalypse until like the very last five seconds of the announcement, and I was like, oh, it's a zombie apocalypse. Wait, was, was it, Dead it Island two? Was it Layers no. of Fear two? I think it was. Dying light or whatever. My gosh, there really are a lot of zombie games. I feel like we just rattled off a bunch. No, Layers of Fear 2 uh, is a sequel to Layers of Fear, uh, which was on Switch and PC and a bunch of stuff. Um, The original Layers of Fear was a game by Bloober Team uh, where you are a painter and you are trying to paint your masterpiece, 
with the body parts of your wife who you might have killed. Um, might have? So, I don't remember. So Layers of Fear 2, uh, I guess you get married again, and then you chop up your wife into bits again and paint pictures with her severed digits again. How do you get away the first... What? You know what we really yeah. need is Zombie U2. No, Zyber. And the soundtrack could be done by Bono and U2. Oh my. Oh my. Surprise guest Mewtwo at the end of the game. <laughs> what, what would a zombie Mewtwo look like? Uh, like a regular Mewtwo, but with less flesh. Coming out on May 21st <laughs> is Miitopia, uh, which does not have many zombies in it, I don't I don't think. You could make a me zombie. Zyber, you have waxed poetic many times about the glory of Miitopia. It's finally here. It's coming to Switch. You don't have to grab your stupid 10-year-old 3DS anymore to, to crack that thing open and, and blow off the layer of dust. Play Miitopia on a shiny new Nintendo Switch. Tell us uh, about Miitopia. I mean, even if you yeah, if you even yeah, even if you have Miitopia on the 3DS, I would highly suggest getting on the Switch unless you why? Uh, absolutely hate it or something then I guess. Why? Why am I buying this why am I buying this twice? Why am I paying $50 for because a game that I bought for 40? It is such an upscale. Like you, you can just look at screenshots comparisons, especially with the how the Mii's look, and it really is an upscale. And also, the Mii creator is amazing. <laughs> like, so Spiegel, the, you did not check out the demo at all. No, I, I didn't know there was one. Actually, no. Well, you apparently have just been ignoring my praises of the demo existing. I don't listen to the podcast when I'm not on it. I'm not a, only on the podcast, Spiegel. About Metopia since the demo came out. I've been retweeting whenever I see people's fun memes on Twitter. It's great. I don't go on Twitter. When, when was the when was the demo released? Like two weeks two ago, weeks three weeks ago? ago. Yeah, I think it was yeah. like April twenty first or something. So yeah, it's kind of a long time. What am I doing? I don't know. You got you got to play. I mean, it's basically as long as the demo of the 3ds game, like when it had a demo. I can't believe you haven't played the Metopia demo yet, Spiegel. Jeez, what are you doing? Jeez. Why play the Metopia demo when I can play Metopia on 3DS? Take another screenshot. Um, so I'm holding I, up my I, copy I, of Metopia. Oh, shoot. It's actually uh, it's it's sealed. Um, so I guess I can't ever play it. So maybe well, I will buy it on Switch. You gotta buy it on Switch. I can never play any games ever. I mean, it's the kind of game that I would buy digitally just because it is really fun to play and not require me to take the game out to play Ring Fit Adventure. Well, wouldn't you want to buy Ring Fit Adventure digitally and then that way... If only! Time. It's only available physically because of the ring. Oh, ri- oh wow. All right. And I guess fit. that makes sense. Because like, they I don't sell the adventure. ring separately. But yeah, it's, it's a great game. It's a fun RPG. It involves your characters doing wacky things. At some point, I'm definitely going to have a bomber's party. So that's going to be fun. I'll probably post screenshots of uh, our interactions then. Oh, you know what you should do? You should just stream Metopia and and each of us, the bombers, right? We get to decide what our characters do in the game, like in terms of an action. You can play like... Unfortunately, we can't do that because you can only tell what your main character can do. The other three will just do whatever they feel like. Then what's the point of this game? Because they have their personalities and such to go off of. I got my own personality. Do you get to decide their personalities, or do they just decide whatever personality they want to have? You get to decide your personalities. I don't okay. like the idea of Zyber being up in my head like that. 
I mean, it's a very basic personality, like, this one's is cautious, this one is kind. Well, I'm so not far, those. Neither I, of what us. What would you, what personality would you give me? Well, I'd have to look at the list of personalities again, but... How about never shut uh, There's up. a stubborn one, so that could probably be either of you. That's, yeah, that's, that's Deg for that's, sure. What? The, see, the fact that you disagree, it, it proves it. Uh-uh. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely excited to play this. Uh, that's, right. that's, <laughs> anyways, uh, that's get, that's no, all the games coming out this week. Get Metopia if you don't have it on 3ds for sure, right? And that that's like you know that's a no brainer. But what you're saying is possibly also get it if you've already played Metopia. Yeah, I mean it's just a fun experience. They also brought back all the like Mies from the 3DS version that they had stored, so that like you can still do a randomized thing of you know all these townspeople. They're just random Mies from the 3DS game, except that they're up-res to Switch-looking Mies. Are those random Mies? Are they like celebrities, or are they just like Nintendo-created Mies? It's it's whatever people created. Oh, they like pulled them off of like the Miiverse or whatever. Something like that, yeah. Or maybe it's just that oh. whatever people put into their 3DS version of the game, like they just had that all stored somewhere and then they brought it to the Switch version. So like there's a bunch of Shreks everywhere. Just yeah, because like 100% what I need is more Shrek in my games. <laughs> I don't know anything about Miitopia. I'll be, I'll be honest, I didn't even pay attention when Zyber spent the last three weeks ranting about the demo. Is it any form of multiplayer or are you literally just playing with these AI Miis? It's just playing with AI Miis. There's no multiplayer. All right, I'm out. Uh, well, it's like you the know opposite what? Spiegel. You know what? Because you're out, I'm in. <laughs> now who's stubborn? You both still are. Oh damn! All right. Well, all right. Uh, let's do the next. Uh, the next <laughs> thing. Vanity. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll bleep that. What? Oh no. Dave, what what do you have to introduce to the crowd? Everyone out there, I want you to know that me- about a month ago. We're longer. I, live, on air, drank Coca-Cola with coffee dark roast. I now have Coca-Cola with coffee vanilla flavor. And we're doing drinks and foods because I'm about to drink it. Was that not just last week? No, it was a while ago, man. I guess it was three weeks then. It was like a month ago. Three weeks. Look, I'm going to sniff this and then I'm going to tell you about it. You ready for it? I just I can't stop looking at this picture of me that you posted in the thing where I look like I'm about as stoned as anyone has ever been. <laughs> smells like vanilla Coke. If you've ever had vanilla Coke, that's what this smells like. I do like a vanilla Coke. I like a vanilla... Do- I like. I love a vanilla Dr. Pepper. Vanilla Dr. Pepper. I like the cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper because it gives... Dr. Pepper already has cherry and vanilla. If you're going to accent one, why not accent two? Oh, they're both good, yeah. If you... Increase the flavors of the 23 flavors in Dr. Pepper. Is it a stronger Dr. Pepper or just a normal Dr. Pepper? Do you think it's a coincidence that there are 23 chromosomes in the or pairs of chromosomes in the human body and there's 23 flavors in Dr. Pepper? Are I you think telling not. me that Dr. Pepper is literally a doctor? No, I'm saying that Dr. Pepper creates life. Dr. Pepper is life. I thought you were saying like Dr. Pepper is people. Like we're soiling Dr. green up in here. Well, I'm not ruling no, that out. People drink is Dr. Thing. Pepper. People is Dr. You know, I'm going to drink this. Spiegel's right. You know, i got to stop being stubborn and not drinking this. Spiegel, which of the three pictures of you do we have, do you look the most high? Uh, definitely the Days Gone one. I, I don't think there's a question about that. Pay us money <laughs> and find out, and then you can decide. 
Dag, how's the thing? The drink? It's like a really, like a uh, French vanilla coffee where the coffee is slightly burnt and also it's cold and bubbly. So cold, so, bubbly, burnt coffee. That sounds disgusting. I liked the dark roast better. That, to me, is, like, unbelievable on just about every level. Like, because the there's coffee... something about There's something about the sweetness that actually, weirdly enough, accentuates the bitterness. Whereas with the dark roast, it just tasted like cherry Coke, almost. And this one, it has that sweetness to it that, like, reminds me what sweet actually is. <laughs> enough that I noticed that it's not really strong enough in here to overcome the coffee. I can get that, yeah. Weirdness. It's like a little gentle breeze of sweetness when you want to just bathe right into all of the nits. All of it. All of it. What, is, what are you saying? I don't even understand I'm, what's going I, on anymore. I don't really it's like, know. It's like wine tasting, but with terrible Coke beverages. Yeah, it's got a thin palate with a very nasally bouquet. I don't, I don't know how any of that works. It probably is a nasally bouquet, actually. A nasally it, uh, bouquet. All right. <sighs> I mean, I'm going to drink it, but I'm not going to buy it again. I would think about buying the dark roast again. I wouldn't buy the vanilla with coffee. So how much caffeine is in it? Does 69 it... milligrams. Nice. And how much is in a regular Coke? <laughs> the same as it was the last time we did this when I drank the dark roast one. I go listen to that. <laughs> go listen to that episode again, fans, and tell us. Three to four weeks ago. <laughs> Add it a to the can, Bombers Wiki. A can of Dr. Pepper and cream soda, because I have an empty can here because I'm a disgusting human being who's too stubborn to clean up after himself, has 41 milligrams. This can has 69, so it's got 28 more. Take a take a screenshot of that. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah okay, whatever. Um, all right, so, take a screenshot. People take screenshots. Well, people want to see my beautiful stoned face. Apparently. It's chiseled very finely. Um, I would give this a 2 out of 5. I feel like you said that for the other one, though. Did I? Yeah. Putting coffee uh, in Coca-Cola is not a good idea, is the the real, like, takeaway. It's like they had to, like, go against the Dr. Pepper and cream. They're all like, what's better than cream? Coffee. Coffee. That's the 24th flavor. Nothing is better than cream soda. It's the best soda. I mean, I disagree uh, entirely, but... If you're you're talking about things that specifically have soda in the name of them, yes. Grape soda is much better than cream soda. What about orange soda? No, get... Orange is just overused. What what about apple soda? What about cherry soda? What what about uh, watermelon soda? Like Mountain Dew Major Melons? It's freaking disgusting. I actually had a watermelon crush last week. It was pretty good. Crush is just soda, period. What about like ales and, and beers? Like a like a root beer or a birch beer or a ginger ale? So actually mug root beer has a cream soda version too. It's not nearly as good as Dr. Pepper's. And W is do, where it's at. Since when do people refer to ginger ale as ginger beer? No, ginger ale. I said ales and beers. Oh, ale. I'm sorry. Because I no, know ginger. ginger beer is a thing. I don't think ginger ale is ginger beer. I don't think it's the same thing. No, it's they are different. The yeah, They are different. I'm, I'm very experienced. It's like a birch beer, too, I think. When it comes to pop? No, when it comes to ginger. I like ginger. It's just, it, I it's like, a great, 
it's a great root, you know, it's very versatile, grows in the ground. I like yeah. to get the Canada Dry bold ginger ale with a bold ginger flavor. Not That's something I'd root for. All right, what is dropped the next? It. Uh, uh, you're fired. Thanks, I'm out. No, we're all fired. Oh. That's cold, man. Well, next up is Bomber's Notebook, where we answer questions that we have written down in our notebook. Is that look of pain again? <laughs> it's every time I hate over something. It happens. It's it's uh, just it's just like a chronic thing. <laughs> so we got a question from Werdna the Red, Where'd and go? it is: If you were to do some sort of themed run through a Pokemon main series game, what theme and what game? We tried that once when we were doing our hiatus stuff for the Bomb Club. It uh, failed uh, spectacularly. I don't remember this at all. I, I tried. I tried to do this once with like three other people whenever the game club had its hiatus. So the uh, question is basically like if you could do a theme of a Pokemon, like like if you wanted to do like one of like, all, every type or what? Yeah, basically yeah, like, if you yeah, were like, to, you know, do a Nuzlocke or like have, yeah, anything besides just playing through the game regularly, I guess. I would even eliminate the Nuzlocke. I don't know if that's a theme. That's like a style. I would say something like, I'm going to only capture electric types, and I'm going to play through Gen 4 or something like that. You know, you actually said exactly what I would do. I mean, not necessarily Gen 4, but just electric, electric types. types. Well, I would I feel like not that... be able to do anything for most of the beginning, probably. I, I feel like that a, an elementally themed run where you just do one, uh, you just do the same type for like your entire party. That's like, that's more possible now than it ever was before because there's so much variety in the moves that Pokemon can learn. And, and like there's so many like, yeah, there's so many dual types now. Like trying to do that back in Gen 1 would have been a nightmare. I like did try to do that recently, like I said, during our game club hiatus. I tried to play through Gen 1 with an electric-type f- theme. So what What did you have? You had a Pikachu, a Voltorb, had... a Magnemite? Like, what else is there? Jolteon, I, had, I guess? I, 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 I caught a Pikachu, and as soon as I caught a Pikachu, I stopped using all other Pokemon, and I literally only was using that Pikachu because I was playing through, I think, on, like, Red. Yeah. How hard was it to get through the first dun- dungeon? First... Jim? Jim, that's a word. Awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could just you could just shock the sprinkler system on the roof and then on a yeah. die <laughs> and like... evaporate. And plus uh, like, you have just to, like I... in the anime. The hardest part was finding the water wheel to make Pikachu run in. Yeah, where is the water wheel in that game? I don't uh, There's just not there is no water wheel in that game. I have absolutely no idea you... what you're talking about. Talk about the anime, man. Like first like four episodes. No, I don't remember it was, that. It was funny how quickly they kind of ran through the first few gyms in in that in the anime. It, like they, I think they got like the first three badges and maybe the first ten episodes or something, and then it took them like seventy to get the rest. Yeah. Like what? What was the point of most of the rest of the stuff? You know, it's like just, just I remember the game. I remember it being a big deal when Ash was at finally facing off against Blaine. Blaine was kind of a. Yeah, he wasn't a good person. No, he, he he was uh stubborn. he was he was an anti-vaxer. Yeah. <laughs> he was weird. Charizard man. Charizard, yep. Yeah, I I think I'd like to try a electric run, not necessarily in the first game. 
It was pretty um, rough. I mean, it was kind of a fun, quote unquote, challenge, except that it wasn't really a challenge as much as it was, you know, grinding. I'm, well, yeah, kind of grinding, but you know, how, like if you just roll with your starter through every single fight, you can just win the game. Yeah, it was that, except instead of my starter, I chose Pikachu. So you're basically playing yellow. Yeah. Oh, maybe I did try Ow. to do it on yellow because I had a Pikachu at the beginning. Yellow that is makes garbage. More sense. I hate You're that game. Garbage. That game is stupid. You're, You're stupid. stupid. That game is a stupid cash grab. But that was the first game where your Pokemon followed you around outside the ball behind you, following you around, just like in when Pikachu was on his shoulder in the anime. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm reminded of losers. <laughs> I remember some like YouTube videos I saw where it's like, can you beat this game using Ash's Pokemon team? And my answer was always, yes, because even if they don't have the right types, you just freaking level them until they beat everything anyway. I mean, Ash's Pokemon team, unless you're like watching the anime and specifically releasing things when he releases them through Oof. your run first off his run. If you're just doing, you can only use the Pokemon Ash has. He has all three starters. That's it. You win the game. <laughs> Plus true. Pikachu. Yeah, I Plus mean, like, Pikachu. Like, so what? It's so not what do you have? He had he had uh, Charizard, uh, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Pikachu. I don't think any of those three uh, those three other ones other than Charizard ever evolved, right? Are they are they did they ever evolve? Um, do we know that? I, I think remember. Squirtle left before Squirtle left before becoming a War Turtle, even because he went off of Squirtle left? Bros. Yeah, he went to he went to go be the leader of some gangster. The, the I never like that Squirtle Squad. You can never trust the Squirtle Squad. That's it, the Squirtle Squad. That's what it was. Charizard became, or Charmander became Charizard, and then was like a prick. And then eventually think, he let Charizard go to mate with female Charizards or something. Then like Charizard I, I, just kept coming back. Everyone every remembers. Yeah, I recall Charizard coming back in like the third movie and like saving everyone's ass. Who doesn't love Charizard? Not in that way. Did you guys see that uh, Target is no longer selling Pokemon cards? <laughs> yes, and Walmart apparently. Ugh, oh, that's because nice. people are idiots. Well, fighting don't, in don't, parking lots okay, don't about bring a over... freaking gun to go buy your Pokemon cards like what is wrong with everybody well yeah. who's the idiot that brought Pokemon cards to a gunfight mm. who's the idiot that brought the gun to the Pokemon card battle <laughs> it's the best way to win it's like rock uh, paper scissors shoot with a gun except literally shoot <laughs> rock paper gun guess what gun beats everything because it's the only thing you could trust Unless right. there, it yeah, is. there it is. We, we brought it full circle. Uh, All right, I don't what's have the an next segment? Question. I don't have an answer for the question. Yeah, let's move on. We've, we've, we've Pokemoned out. All right, let's well, uh, speaking of bombs, because we're always speaking about bombs, apparently. We are bombs. <laughs> next bomb. up is the weekly bomb. The and bombs. do we have a doozy for you? Because <laughs> Sony announces PS5 shortage likely to continue into 2022, and uh, Nintendo is also having an issue with getting Switches. The Switch thing sucks, but the PS5 thing kind of fuels my withered dark heart. Did you hear also they announced two new PS5 controllers? What do you mean new controllers? Like they have a black one and a red one. Oh, just like new colors, not like, hey, we made a new model type. It's the no, it's just... PS5... Motion plus dual sense move with a little shiny ball on the end. No, they just make controllers that don't look like crap because they have de- decent color schemes now. But who cares because we can't get a PS5 to play them with. But you could sit well, there with your dual sense. And... 
so so there's a couple of there's a couple of things here. Like you can approach this story from a lot of different angles. First of all, the PS5 is selling basically at a record pace for a Sony console. Okay, so this idea that they're just like not out there is technically not true. The thing is, it's just like nobody can buy them because literally everybody wants them. And for the first time ever, like or not ever, but since like the Wii, supply, uh, demand has so outstripped supply that it doesn't really seem to matter how many they produce because they're just going to be purchased regardless. I, I, I Man, I envy Sony to be in that situation where they don't even have to make games. They're making some games, but they don't really have to to sell a console, which is just crazy. Someday I will get it, and then I'll be able to play Ratchet and Clank which comes out in June. Yeah, like, like I was about to say, not that this affects me. Ooh, no, likely to continue until 2022. Fine, maybe there will be games by then and I'll buy it whenever, you know, it's available. But I mean, I would also love to play PS4 games on it. Like, I'd probably continue my Crash 4 100% if I didn't have to deal with all the loading PS4, times. Yeah. Well, and, and it, but people liked, you know, Returnal. That's an exclusive. People, including myself, like Astrobot. You know, that's a good game. Resident Evil 5, I'm sure you'd want to play that primarily, I would assume, on PS5 because it's likely to run better. I think there are reasons to want a PS5. There really weren't reasons to want a PS4 when that thing came out for the first, like, year or two because um, there just weren't really, there were no games and, you know, it wasn't backwards compatible, so it didn't even have that going for it. At least this one is like, well, you can revisit those PS4 games that you, uh, you know, you didn't finish because the frame rate was garbage, like Days Gone. Uh, but now you can play it on PS5 and it's or you know PC. Cyberpunk uh, twenty seventy seven. Like remember, like I mean, for, for instance, for me, we got the Bug Snacks PS5 for free if you had the PlayStation Plus. So I'm just kind of sitting on that until I get a PS5 to play it. And also, they have like all those PS4 games that were like the PS Plus whatever stuff that you can play on the PS5 when you have it. Yeah, it's got a large library of games that you could already be playing now. Well, I would have to buy the PS4 games to play those. So, like, it's just going to be free for me when I have a PS5, so. Well, so, I mean, if, to tie it back to the original thing, like, if the shortage is likely to continue into 2022, what does the shortage actually mean? Because if it's a shortage, that implies that they're just not getting the parts to produce enough systems to to satiate the demand, right? But the demand is already, like, record-breaking, so... I think the issue is just the amount of PlayStations they're releasing at once is, like, short, probably. I think it's an interesting, like, combination of a bunch of factors. One, world events dealing with the shortage of materials and production scale. Two, world events dealing with a bunch of people kind of having spare money to throw around, kind of, honestly. Because people aren't going on vacations, they're not going out and doing shows. They're just things that people would normally spend money on, can't do. Might as well buy a PS5. When they first released PS5s, did they release any of them physically into stores, or has it always been digitally, like having to buy them? I have not seen a PS5 actually out in the wild ever. Um, Every store that I've ever been to is like, for your safety, uh, we're not selling the PS5 in the store. Yeah, for for my safety. No, it's because you don't have them in stock. Well, but also, like, PS5s are Pokemon cards. Well, <laughs> but like, maybe. would they would they be though? Like, if they had more of a stock of them when they first started selling them, would they have been selling them in stores instead of only on through websites? I think it's world events that are affecting that that 
whole... Plus, the final thing I was going to say is, is sometimes a shortage of supply it creates its own demand because you hear all these news people that people are like, oh, no one can get a PS5. And like, you know, the human monkey brain goes, I want it. If it's hard to get, if it's rare, if it's if it if it has that shortage, I want it. That's a badge yeah. of honor. You can yeah, see no real Gizmo. life. Ex- you can see no real life example of that. People trying to get gas in any way possible. Yeah, it's just panic buying, but for PlayStation Five. It worked with the Gizmondo. Also, are you guys having issues with with getting gas in your towns? Because I bought gas yesterday, and there was like nobody there. It's only so, on the east coast, mostly. Uh, I, I only east, I only buy gas like once a month or so. <laughs> One, I don't go anywhere. Two, I have yeah, an like where, vehicle. Where's everybody going that they need gas? Like what? The east coast. People are okay. idiots. That's it. Well, they're, I know they're that, dumb. but well, all right. Uh, so also in the story in the the weekly bomb, and by the way, this is obviously a bomb, not the bomb, For sure. because if yeah. it was the bomb, we'd be all excited. But this sucks. I want a PS5. Why not? Um, but the other part, and I think Zyber mentioned this already, is the Switch shortages that are likely to occur. And yet Nintendo still projects to sell $25 million this year, which would put the sales of the Switch well above the Nintendo Wii for their best-selling home console ever. How about that? Yeah, because they announced earlier that they were like revving up to make a bunch of Switches, and now they're saying maybe there's not going to be enough. For well, what, exactly? There's a couple of questions there. Do they I got mean... something planned? Yeah, are they talking about a specific new kind of Switch shortage? Like a Switch Plus? Perhaps. Or, consider what a PS5 shortage means versus a Nintendo Switch shortage. Yeah, instead of 8 million consoles, there will be 5. Yeah, I mean, because so many Switches are out there already anyway. What What is a shortage of... Suddenly, there's... a. I forgot where my brain was going with this. Suddenly people just can't walk outdoors and purchase a Switch that's a shortage versus the PS5 where people are waiting months to get one. There's a little bit of a different environment on the demand for a PS5 versus the demand for a Switch. I'm going to say it. If you don't have a Switch, we don't. We here at Nintendo, as a Nintendo investor, humble brag, we here at Nintendo don't want you. You waited too long. You deserve to have to wait. You took too that? long. Now your switch is gone. That's what I saw happened. that. Uh, I, I saw that the switch uh, and switch stock in the West was affected by the Suez Canal incident, which is hilarious. <laughs> Do you think it actually affected it, or is it just people like I bet there are switches on somewhere? No, no. Involved. I saw an article. Well, no. I don't remember. I don't remember who was saying it. It might have been uh, Furukawa during the during the press event, the uh, press conference following the earnings report. Um, but but I did read that somewhere. It happened. It doesn't matter if the switches were on the ever chosen or not because it blocked all shipping, all the ships for shipping. So it doesn't matter what boat they were on. So much of it was affected. Yeah, the of course it caused issues for their supply. Come on. I didn't actually see the resolution to that story. How long did it take them to get the ship out, Dag? Do you know? Like I don't remember. Days. It was it was just like a week. I feel like it would have been a bigger story. That, like when they got it out, but I don't remember ever hearing about it. I remember oh, that's... it getting stuck. I remember was... the memes; those were great. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, when the meme stopped, that's that's when it was out. <laughs> yeah, but I feel I did, like getting I did it out. See an article getting it out would have would have provided a whole fresh new wave of memes. 
If there was like a little bit that day being like, uh, oh, what if it instantly got stuck again, but it didn't, and then people just stopped. I did see an article that they, the authorities at the canal, like impounded the ship and fined the company that runs the ship like a couple billion for for all the stuff that happened, and they were like. Now, now that the ship's out of the way, we're still not letting it leave until you pay us for the problems that you caused. And then it leaves anyway because insurance takes care of it. I'm not, I'm not into insuring ships, so I have no idea how that would shake out. Well, I uh, let me tell you this. I uh, I actually work for a ship insurance company, and I know everything about everything when it comes to insuring the ships. But I'm just not going to tell you because that's uh, be, you you have to become an executive bomb deucer, and I'll give you a private uh, a private chat. Can you insure my ships? I feel like Sonic X Shadow is kind of disappearing. So next up, we have <laughs> what uh, Spiegel? What are we calling this game of? What did I type here? Game and Watch of the Year Game of the Watch? No, it is Game of the Year Watch, or whatever we're going to call it. I wanted to make a Game and Watch joke out of that, because Game, Year, Watch, Game Watch. Um, Spiegel, this is your idea. Save me from myself. It didn't work. Uh, And and Deg, essentially what this is, is uh, I just, you know, we're getting close to halfway through the year. E3 is coming up right around the corner. My goodness. We're less than, I think, four weeks away. Uh so E3 is coming up. What? I said it's very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very throwing soon. throwing in some flavor commentary. Keep talking. Yeah, please do so that I can figure out how to edit that later. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I just wanted to do a little check-in, like a little halfway through the year check-in, what we think uh, are potential Game of the Year candidates based on A, what we've played, B, what we've heard, and C, what we have assumed. And I think that uh, our first nominee for the category would have to be Metopia. roundly based on what we've assumed. No. Metopia's not out yet. It but, is in my heart. Well, it, actually, it is out. It's on 3DS, and you can get it right now. But anyway, um, the first game I wanted to add to the list of this year, and maybe you guys have some others that you wanted to add to our official Bombers Game of the Year watch, Resident Evil Village. Um, that game came out. Uh, one week ago, as of as of the day we we're recording this, um, and apparently garnered quite a bit of respect from both hardcore Resident Evil fans, the gaming community at large, as a lot of people got really into the whole uh, lady, the, the tall lady, lady Dimitrescu, lady, lady Dimitrescu, lady Dimitrescu, yeah, lady Dimitrescu, and uh, and she, you know, was Big really popular vampire goth milf vampire wife um, and yeah i think because of that it's a game of the year watch candidate i mean i i watched some like videos of people playing it and it seemed pretty good especially so, all those barring the dinosaurs going after them they were just so realistic oh my goodness the mods i played uh i played the demo or i watched actually himaru play the demo that they released maybe about a week before um and it was like a really weird part of the game where there was virtually no action at all. So it was sort of just like wandering around a couple of rooms in the mansion. And it was also a timed demo, which is really stupid. Yeah, you only have uh, one hour. That's so dumb. It's, it's Why would you... Whatever. The point is, the game looks great. I can't wait to get my hands on it myself. And I've told myself, like, look, I'm just going to wait until I get a PS5. And that's going to be my first exposure. Um, it's maybe in a year. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to play the <laughs> RE7, which I can do on my PSVR, so yeah, I definitely want to do that. 
You should do that. I was like, Haley, you should just watch me play a horror game on my in VR. <laughs> She's just... like, yeah, I'd rather watch than play. Yeah, no, fair. Well, she could, like, jump up behind you and scare you and do all that, like, fourth dimensional type (laughs) stuff. When I was in uh, when I was in elementary school, um, we had this thing called the outdoor school, uh, which was basically just like it's what, you know, recess. You went just like, no, it it was like you went and you stayed in a cabin with like a bunch of other kids and there were like camp counselors and stuff like that. Um, and we had this thing called the, the night walk, which was supposed to help us conquer our fears of being outdoors at night with no natural or with like only natural light, which was, you know, the moon and the stars. <laughs> this feels, there. this feels like the and, kind of uh, thing that ended with someone on a list. Well, hold, yeah, hold on. I, I'm, uh, I'm getting to that part oh boy. and, uh, you know, it was my turn to do the walk and, uh, the, the dude, the, the camp counselor guy was like, if anyone scares anyone, like they're going to, you know, they're going to get in trouble. Don't do that. Like, that's not cool. You know, we were in this like sixth grade, so we were all afraid of everything. Um, so I started, uh, I started my walk, and you know, it was pretty terrifying. You had to go like a quarter mile alone in the dark, you know, without anyone around, and you were just like going and hoping that you would find the other campers on the other side. And um, I, I got to the other side, and there was like nobody there. And then the the like big fat bully kid, you know, that every every class had one. He jumped out, and he scared me, and I just. Boom! Popped him right in the face, <laughs> nice. and it was it was great. And I didn't get in trouble, and everyone laughed, and the, the he cried, and then everyone amazing. clapped. That's, how, that's my story, and that's how Spiegel became prom king in sixth grade. Nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to wait until I was like twenty one to become prom king because I I bought the kids all I bought the kids all booze, and they made me honorary oh. prom king. Yeah, my friends and I also and had a thing like home. that where there was a bike path in my town that was heavily wooded and it's like pitch black at night. And we're all like, we should walk through that. And then we got to the entrance. We're all like, we should go get our Nerf swords as weapons. And so then we came back with Nerf swords and then the police pulled us over and asked us if we were going to go fight gang. What? <laughs> they're like, oh, those are real swords. And I showed mine in the in their flashlight. And I had like a ton of, you know, like the stuff torn off from it because it's whatever material Nerf. it is. <laughs> foam that's not blood it's ketchup yeah I swear. so yeah the yeah and so then we after the police left we walked through it in like a circular porcupine kind of fashion we made it through we got home and a couple days later we noticed that a sign was added there saying that it's closed at night <laughs> when me and my friends like college age post-college age hung out one time, we all decided we were just going to go to Walmart and purchase a bunch of Nerf guns and go and shoot at each other in the parking lot down near my house for our high school. So there's like six of us, seven of us in the high school parking lot just running around shouting, shooting Nerf at each other, being idiots. So the, so the cops pull up. Like, hey, what's going on? We're like, uh, just, you know, Nerf. I'm just shooting this kid here. Nothing. Yeah. Really? I thought it was Nerf. Or nothing. Uh, and the cops are just like, oh, yeah, cool. Let me see that. And then shot one of us with the Nerf gun. Not with the real <laughs> gun, thankfully. What? See, now, here's the thing. It's in today's climate, they absolutely would have shot you with the real gun. <laughs> right. Like, well, and then it would have been an accident. Well, we were all white, so it was fine. <laughs> oh my god, we are moving on. Uh, as far as 
Game Watch, I can't really think of anything else that has happened in the first five months of 2021 that would count for the Game of the Year Watch other than Balan Wonderworld. Well, here, here's one. Uh, it actually released on the same day as Balan Wonderworld, so I think it kind of gets those bonus points. How about Monster Hunter Rise? I think you could throw that on there. I don't know if that made enough of a splash to count. I it mean, sold like six million copies. Over RE8, which is the fastest selling Resident Evil game in the series. Like every game is the fastest selling game ever. Game The game industry is huge. Now. How about... Every game that releases is going to be the fastest How selling. about another game that released on the same day as Balan Wonderworld? Crash 4. What? That No, that came out last year. What are you talking about? On Windows, apparently, according to this list I'm looking at. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> okay, how about uh, Persona 5 Strikers? Even though it's internationally released okay. this year, still. I will accept that answer I'll, and uh, better, put that on the list. better than my option. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think... Unfortunately, it didn't get nearly as much attention as Persona 5, even though people should totally go play it. Uh, Pokemon Snap. Zyber, where do you land on Pokemon Snap uh, as a potential Game of the Year candidate? Yes I or no? think it's a great game, but I don't think it's Game of the Year material. I agree with Zyber. Great game, not Game of the Year. Awesome. Probably should win an award of some type. Not Game of the Best Year. Best family game. How about Hitman 3? Hitman 3, anyone? Not the PS2 Hitman 3, the new the Hitman. New I've heard Hitman absolutely nothing about it, besides when we say That's, it. <laughs> really? That's the biggest thing, is it's like, yeah, Hitman exists, and it's a game people played, but I haven't heard enough about it to consider it in the running. Sleeper. Sleeper hit. I think Resident Evil 8 probably has a little bit of a an advantage. Yes. For sure. A giant advantage. All right. Um, I'd like to talk yeah. about, if we could... Uh, the album of the week because it was my album this week and I want to know what you two thought of it. So can we do that? Why do you think I was dragging this out? Wintergaten so oh, wow. by Wintergaten. Wintergaten by Wintergaten. Which means Milky Way, right? Yes. It's uh, a candy bar. The Swedish term for the Milky Way galaxy. I enjoyed it. Cyber, would you like to go yeah, first? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So it's got a bunch of like sim sounds and non-sim sounds and it was just like a really great mood as usual i was listening to this while driving because that's like the only time i have time to listen to music and it was very enjoyable uh since i was driving it's hard for me to like you know pick out a specific song out of it but i'd say there was only like one or two songs that i didn't care much for uh otherwise i greatly enjoyed it nice yeah, I, I thought it was solid all the way through, and I, I didn't really know what to expect because I never know with you, Deg, <laughs> like what you're gonna what you're gonna turn up here. Um, there was one song, and, and a couple of people have been saying, and Zyber, I'm not sure if you agree, that a lot of this like really evokes kind of like a video game soundtrack type of thing. Um, but there's one song, okay, Star Machine 2000. Yeah. That specifically, I'm gonna play like a little snippet of it through my phone near the <laughs> okay. microphone. So that we can kind of... And then when you edit it later, replace it with... Nope. It's just going to be like this. Yeah. Flag this, iTunes. Okay. All right. End it before it goes too long, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Uh, but it does It does sound a lot like a video game. Uh. I didn't mention this when I first submitted it, but one of the things... This is like a deep cut reference. One of the games that this album reminds me of the soundtrack of is Ilo Milo 
or Elo Milo or whatever that. I think it's Elo Milo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hear that. I I hear a little Celeste in that specific song that I played, but yeah, it's uh, but I also like I hear a little David Wise in there. Whenever I hear the accordion, immediately I think like, oh, that reminds me of like Gangplank Galleon or something. There's also seems to be like yeah. a genre of like a tune kind of songs that are similar to that. Um, there's one that like a person really loves Kirby, and so they use like Kirby like themes i guess into their music and it sounds kind of similar to that and it's really fun to listen to piddle is really into that like dj who does sampling from like movies and they make all their songs just out just out of samples that are like pitched up and pitched down pogo one i'm thinking of is snail I don't house remember what it's called maybe oh, i know snail I don't... house I uh, but anyway uh, i really like the album deg i thought it was really unique i think everyone should check it out because it, it's just not there's not that much out there like it that I've heard, and and I think there's a lot to be said for uniqueness in music, even with like electronica stuff, which I'm not super familiar with. Maybe it's not unique at all, but it was unique to me, well, it's, and I liked it. It's really more folk music. They use like theremin. One of the one of their percussion instruments is literally just a typewriter. I love the theremin. Theremin, a very a very very uh, traditional folk instrument. Uh, the button box slash accordion. I love the accordions. Um, Oh yeah, the button box. You know, let's let's get strap strap on that button box and let's do a hoot nanny. Hey, it's folk music. I, I love me some button box music. I like to beatbox to him. I'm gonna I'm gonna put up I'm gonna put a polka album up for my next uh, game of the. Game I album, love album polka. of the month. Thank I'll you. I'll try to be out of, of town for that one. Album of the week. That's the thing. Uh, I definitely Deck pitched a polka band for for Fake Fest. I this did, year, and, I and like, you turned it down, and I there's like hurt my soul. yeah, there's freaking people walking in front of the camera like selling po- like pies and strudel and stuff. That's a traditional polka experience. Okay, but like it's that would have actually made me enjoy this Fake Fest. Now I'm just gonna be disappointed. Yep. It, listen, I, you don't come to Fake Fest to enjoy yourself. You come to be disappointed. It's true. I definitely recommend uh, checking out some of the music videos for Winthagaton as well because they're really cool. Like they did the Marble Machine Love video that. that I'm sure everyone has seen. Uh, the Summer Summer Fuggle video is really cool. It's um, "Don't Let the Dementors Get You Down" is the like sub. Oh, that's a great song. That's a great song title. Yeah. So uh, that's all. I had. That was my final takeaway from my album. Uh, looking forward to hearing more music from everybody i love it i love the album album of the whatever club what do we got next minch recap want to do a 10 minutes of minch recap yeah let's do it no cool uh zyber go first because i want you all to right go. so i can fly a behemoth in fall fantasy 14 all right next <laughs> hold on i want to know more about what it is that you just said, whatever that thing. So I started. That you said I started was. a new character in fourteen because Haley and a friend of mine started playing. I'm just like, cool, let's play it all together. Who? Haley, my fiance. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so at one point, the friend and I found a place that sells behemoths as mounts, like how you can ride a chocobo, so we can ride behemoths around. It's great. It's like a giant like chair on it, like kind of like a throne kind of thingy. And I'm one of those little guys kind of like a like a halfling or hobbit and so i'm just like just relaxing laid back in this chair as my behemoth is just walking around and so once you beat the main story you your mounts can fly and so (laughs) we just took off on our behemoths and the behemoths are like literally kicking air out of the way in order to fly around 
kicking air out of the way in order Can you to imagine fly if around? you were that big that you could just displace so much air by just moving your body parts that you were flying around? You'd be a jumbo jet. <laughs> I know that's great, and I'm excited to start up the expansion with my free trial that everyone can do at any time. Keep trying to sell that, and nobody's going to I do don't need you. to sell it. It's free. This oh, episode of Bombers is sponsored by a free product with ads in it, probably. No. Anyways, I've also... No? No ads? I also right. watched... Uh, I've been going through the MCU movies. I got to Doctor Strange and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is still my favorite MCU movie. I just really enjoy it. Like, I think it's good even outside of, like, the MCU kind of stuff. I thought it was weaker than the first one. No, I thought it was amazing. Mm, interesting. I don't want to dig into that now because we don't have a lot of time. Just, I want it out there that I disagree with Zyber and let's move on to the next. And that 33% of the podcast is completely disinterested plus the entire audience. But something that everyone needs to watch is The Mitchells vs. the Machines, which is the Sony's latest animated movie yeah. on Netflix. Holy crap. It was amazing. Like, I love the animation style. Like, it looks similar to Borderlands with, like, the shelf cell shading stuff they do with the character skin. And it's just a great comedy. I greatly enjoyed it. So what is the premise of Mitchell's versus the Machines? So it's basically that the daughter and father, you know, used to have a great relationship as kid when the daughter was a kid. And, you know, she grew up, got interest in stuff that he was super not into, and they just extremely grew apart and so now the daughter is about to head to college and the dad's all like oh i should try to rekindle this relationship before she leaves and never comes back and so he forces his family into a road trip to the college to give them that time and then a robot apocalypse starts happening (laughs) i i was gonna say it sounded like the plot of like a really bad robin williams road trip movie you remember that what was it called was it called road trip I don't know. I don't know, but like anyway. it reminds me more of the Goofy movie, it actually. Awful. And then, oh nice. But then, Robot Apocalypse. The robots. Yeah, like I've heard people complain that robots. like it feels like two completely different movies or whatever. But I thought that it had really great parallels. You know what else is two different movies? Um, literally anything by Edgar Wright, basically. I like love Edgar Wright movies. Yeah, love them. So I'm gonna definitely check this out. Yeah, I, for the first time, I feel like something that's been recommended on this podcast would be something that would yeah, And so, like, me. they advertised it as from the people who made Spider-Verse, and I felt like it warranted that advertisement. It was great. And you lost me. All yeah. Right. <laughs> well, Spiegel, talk about your stuff. I got a I got a thing that I imported from Japan that was really expensive. Get, the, get that screenshot thingy ready, baby, because here it comes. Oh, he's showing off his new one. Drum roll, please. This is the PlayStation Vita Metal Slime Edition. I don't know if you can see it on the camera because I'm not nope. looking at the camera. Okay, hold on. Higher. Let me, hold on. A little bit right. up. Great audio. Higher. Great audio. Great audio. Higher. Good enough. Leave it there. No, okay, I'm not putting I got it, it higher You're than good. that. I can, okay, anyway. This thing is amazing. So it comes in this... I'm unboxing it. It comes in a treasure box. Oh, wow. Look at that. Look at that, baby. And then if you open the treasure mm-hmm. box, it, uh, it has a... Um, it has As a man a, uh, inside. Well, no, that's me. I'm not in the box. Uh, but here oh. is a copy of Dragon Quest Builders in Japanese for the PlayStation Vita. And it also comes, it has this little box, this little cute box 
that has a little baby liquid metal slime on it. And if you open the box, there's a little baby liquid metal slime inside that has a... It leaks right out. It has an auxiliary jack that you can plug into the headphone jack on the Vita for some reason. Why would you do that? I don't know, but it's What does awesome. it do? It doesn't do anything. It just plug looks it in. like... It, Later it, on, it tur- plug it in. It turns your Vita into a functioning spaceship. It's like one of those, like, you know, they sell, Japanese people are obsessed with those, like, phone charms where you plug it into the jack and it dangles. That is literally what this thing is. Awesome. Literally. Sounds uh, dumb. So. It's oh, it's dumb. This is the dumbest purchase. This is the dumbest purchase I think I've ever made. But I love it so much. If you're just (laughs) listening to this and you're a cheapskate and you don't want to pay us money to see pictures, Google the Dragon Quest Metal Slime Edition PlayStation Vita. This thing is just gorgeous. I love it. And it can never be played. It can never be played because it's basically in mint condition. So I don't know what to do. I just spent like three hundred plus dollars importing a thing that I can never play. I think you've lost control of your life. Yeah. Speaking of spending a bunch of money, tell me about this other thing that we alluded to earlier in the show, because I'm excited about it. I I put in for like $3,600 worth of fish tickets on the fish lottery, so that's a thing. Uh, Fish fish tour's back, baby, and I'm going. Yeah! Yeah! I need to put in for the uh, Atlantic City dates still, actually. Are they uh, are they sold out? I don't know, but uh, anyway, I, I, I gotta look at it. But uh, we're going. Where are we going, Deg? We're going to uh, Hershey, uh, Hershey Park yep. Stadium, and Atlantic City on the beach. Gonna see a show yeah. at the Boardwalk. I am ready for it. I miss that live music. So that'll be awesome. Yeah. What do you? Anybody got? out there? Anybody out there who's good at music uh, tastes? Uh, go to Fish Tour with us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> who's good at music tastes? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I'll be going to a Final Fantasy VII orchestra instead with Haley, my fiance. So the opposite of good at music tastes. I said it. We can do about it. I have no opinion because I haven't listened to, to that soundtrack, so I don't know whether it's good or not. But Deg apparently is already a savant, and he can tell you all about it. I uh, I almost died this week. Pity. This is completely related. <laughs> It's not related at all. No, I got my <laughs> second dose for the uh, vaccination for world events. The world event vaccine? Yeah. It protects and, um, you from all and any and all world events. Earthquakes, volcanoes. I love you know, we've been doing year. this we've been doing the world event thing, I think, since season one. And it just it makes me laugh harder and harder every time that we explicitly don't mention it. Yeah. Um it did it did hold me up in my bed for basically two straight days. Like I was out of it it was awful there's worse places to be than your bed baby pathetic <laughs> pathetic thanks cyber uh other than that i did start our game of the club month game cosmic star heroine and i'm not crazy about it why tell me why as an rpg no but um something about the the battle system at first, I was like, oh, cool, it resets after every battle, and you don't have to do the whole blah, 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 and then it just got boring, because there's no real consequence to the battle. It's There's no there's no real investment in the system. So it's like I'm, the Paper Mario games, the latest ones. I haven't played the latest ones. Well, hold exactly. on. So, so, you, so Zyber, you, you're not in the game club, right? You're not playing this game? I am. I'm just not paying attention. <laughs> 
Well, I just I, I want another opinion on this because I I haven't started it yet because I'm lazy. I actually am going to start it this weekend, but um, but I just when you say like it, you don't put any investment into the battle. What do you mean? Like your health resets or you? Yeah, your your health resets between every battle. So every battle is its own encapsulated thing. So basically, every battle starts. Like every every battle I've played so far has just basically been the same strategy every time because why change it? It's working. So I know Final Fantasy thirteen, while not necessarily a good game, has a similar thing where you just get healed after battles. But like there is still reasons to enjoy the battles. So like, is there? I mean, do you get like experience or whatever from at least doing? Yeah, battles? I mean, you're still leveling up and all that kind of. You're getting money and etc. It just I don't. I'm not feeling uh, like I'm gonna play through it because I started it and it's like 16 hours long. But I'm not really invested in the game. Like the story so far has not grabbed me. There's some interesting <clears throat> cyberpunk esque things going on, but I'm not super invested. As I said, the the combat is not enough to make up for that, and the art is like okay, it's a 16 bit Chrono Trigger esque art style. Oh, yay! So Nothing I can't wrong say with Chrono Trigger. So I can't say much since I haven't played it, but I'm honestly would like to have games that just heals me after battle, so I don't have to deal with like, oh, I gotta make sure I heal or have enough MP. So I thought I thought that at first, but as I kept going, like I said, it, it just sort of got kind of boring. And that's not 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 really an issue of you know having to take care of your stats. I think that's just an issue of they probably just didn't get you know good enough enemies and such to make you have to do different things i had a similar issue like i haven't played bravely default 2 in such a long time because even though mp and hp do go down i was still just usually killing everything in one turn because you can have everyone attack four times in a row and yeah like for whatever reason bravely default 2 compared to the other two bravely default games i was having such a hard time like enjoying it there's something about Bravely Default 2, which I am also concurrently playing, which grabbed me a little bit more because it was feeding that, like, Skinner box of leveling up and doing the job classes. And, like, it, the grind had a purpose as opposed to Cosmic Star Heroine, where I'm just, like, doing it because it's there. Yeah, it sounds like they should have came with a better, like, leveling system or whatever kind of thing to include into yeah. the gameplay then. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of fun depth in the different skills and everything, but I... Like, just doing what I'm doing is working, so I'm just going to keep doing that. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Are yeah. you saying the game doesn't give you, like, extra motivation to try different things? Like, it doesn't give you, like, like badges or, you know, whatever to, like, alter your skills and just try out different skills? Yeah, it gives you different skills and all that kind of stuff, but... But you're just not what's doing my, it. What's yeah? What's my reward to to change that stuff when the thing well, that I'm doing your is your reward is is the is greater enjoyment of the game. So you're not just buttoning through menus and doing the same thing over and over again. If you mix it up, like maybe you find a new strategy that works, and like that's maybe well, that's the joy that you need to get out of the game. Well, part of it also is just the fact that I don't think I'm far enough into it. Like I just don't have a lot of options to switch stuff up yet. So that might also be part of it. Maybe I'll enjoy it more once there's more customizability to my you know move sets and stuff but as of right now i'm going through the motions like in this podcast the end uh, i guess i have a burp inside and it's not coming out 